This is Four Network. Credo is the daft of the Football Daft podcast. Is that a good story? Is that a good story? I've got an encyclopedia. Brain. He's got a damn man nothing. Fuck's sake. Why are you a fucking hoot? This is Football Daft. Sponsored by Glasgow Private Hire. Make booking easier. Download our booking app now on App Store and Google Play. You're a Rangers man. Uh, I'm a Hearts man. <laughs> With Ewan Cameron. I work for Showtime in ESPN. <laughs> and... And welcome to episode two of the Football Daft Podcast with Ewan and Grado. Hello, Grado. You all right? How are you? Oh, delighted. What a first week we had with the Football Daft Podcast. Number three in the UK chart. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Grado, I all right, calm down. Grado, I feel like I've got a, like an Oscar-winning speech coming oh, on. Well, come on, just chill. It was only the first week, you know. Sh- sh- take we? it one step at a time. But we celebrated. All right, we did, boy. You, oh, wait, that boy. Do you want to talk about the celebration? No, you're all right. No, I think we should. Right, well. So when news came through, we got to number three in the UK chart for podcasts. <laughs> a fucking, we got a number one single or something. <laughs> We're releasing an album or something, man. Shut <laughs> Right? right so, but we got to number three. Yeah, we did, we did. First week, right? right. We decided to go and celebrate. Right. And we said, let's go for a wee quiet bite to eat, couple of drinks, Kind of high five each other, kind of like, yay, well done, Grado, well done, Ewan. And we kind of gave ourselves a wee hug. And then we'd ended up in a hotel room together. Uh, How did we end up in a hotel room together when it was meant to be a couple of drinks and a bite to eat? Because with the price of hotels <laughs> and the price of getting down the road, better off just booking a room. So we booked a room, but we didn't book two rooms, did we, Grado? No, but come on, we only got to number three. Maybe if we go to number one, <laughs> we'd have got separate rooms. <laughs> <laughs> and I left up to you to book the room on your app. Right. And did you book a room with two single beds? No, I fluffed it. <laughs> I fluffed it. <laughs> what did we walk into, Grado? Into the hotel at the Millennium Hotel. A queen size bed. A queen size bed. Aye. That meant that you and me were sharing a bed. Aye. And would it be fair to say, Grado, that you, my friend, were a wee bit more worse for wear? Well, aye. Mm-hmm. Aye. Would it also be fair to say, Grado, I don't know if you're aware of it or not, that you fart a lot when you're in bed? What are you going to bring this up for? Because I'm, I'm a farter, I'm a farter, but here's the deal. Like I've told you, I've got IBS. Well, I think I've got wait, IBS. Well, wait, I've been what? for colonoscopies, they fun nothing. Right, okay. Hey, do you know what? Let me tell you this, right? I went for a colonoscopy, right? <laughs> what, the finger right. up the bum? Ah, the, 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 the camera up the else, right? Oh, oh right, uh-huh. right, horrific. Mm-hmm. Does this it, explain why you're farting all night in a hotel room? Well, that's well, they can't confirm, but I think this is related. I've obviously I went to the doctors and says, Look, I'm shiting 36 times a day. What's the deal here? What's the crack? So the doctor says, Right, we'll take you for a colonoscopy. So, what you need to do before a colonoscopy is you need to drink this uh, kind of like juice mm-hmm. that clears everything out. And of course, I was resting in London the night before. This was a Sunday night into the Monday. So I turned it in the Monday morning and I had to fly up for London to Glasgow and it was horrific. I was back and forth, back and forth. It was just coming out like water. Anyway, I get to the hospital and I'm sitting there, right? And I'm about to get this pipe up my hoop. And uh, the woman's like that. There's a couple of nurses running about me. And she was like, um, the woman says, oh, you've, got, you've got a lot of bruises in your arms. I says, oh, because uh, I do wrestling. And she went, <laughs> like that guy, Grado. 
I goes, I'm Grado. <laughs> she went, no, you're no. And I'm like, with the tattoo, I look, you know. She's like, you can't be. I think she got mortified. I think she was scared that I was worried that she would tell everybody that she was going, you know, uh, you know, she was uh -huh. feared that I was going to be worried that she was going to tell folk that she was Sticking. shoving things up my ass. Yeah. I was the bother. She's going to panic. Do you uh, you, I was the, like, I she was, like, was thinking that you might, that she might sell the story to a paper. Aye. Pedro got a camera up his bum. I'm no bother. I'm no bother. So, I was like, it's fine. So, so before we talk. The fun about, nothing. The fun nothing. That's my, that's my question. I'm fucking, I, 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 so, I, so you don't have IBS? A rogue chew or something like the fun. I think they get rid of it. A what? A rogue chew. <laughs> but I'm fine. But the thing is, I just I'm, I'm up and down, mate. It's just that, it's, so that was if I don't take my amodium, I'm very it's very regular. Oh, it's very regular, and I really wish it was my worst enemy, man. Well, I was lying in a double bed with you at the Millennium Hotel, and I I kid you not, I'd rather have been lying in a bed in Syria. It wasn't that bad. It was that Come bad. Was I that actually, bad. I actually feared fit. I actually, <laughs> I was, I was feared for my life. I mean, the smell in that room, and you're up and doing like a fucking yo-yo. Well, that's it. That's you're it. You're up I and doing, mate. But I can't help it, mate. And I didn't have my modium. But do you know? Do you know what the thing is, though? Here's something else, right? When you go, right? You were a, a wee bit worse for wear. Yeah. You had quite a bit to drink. You're up and doing. You're up and doing. You're up and doing. You then went towards the front door, and then you were shouting. Where am I? Where am I? And I was saying, Grado, Grado, come back to bed. And you went, Who are you? That's went, enough. I stepped again. That's enough. I stepped again. Then I was like, Grado, it's you. And we've been out the night. Oh, aye, aye, aye. You came back to bed and then you cuddled me. Right. What else is on the today's show? <laughs> you're you're going to get ripped. We're going to get ripped for this on Twitter, by the way. You know that. Well, you are. Right, well. Aye, aye. Can I can I have a rant today? So you wanted you wanted rant this week, didn't you? I wanted to do the rant this aye, week. Okay. I want to, I want to have a wee rant about BBC Sports Scene and Tom English. Can I have a wee rant this week? This week we could be your, could be your rant, right? Okay. But and 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 feel free to get involved in this and tell me what you think and whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong. <laughs> I've seen nothing, mate. Why is that? Because that's my job. I'm employers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm one. Let's go. Squad test drive two doors down. What sacrificing it to hear you fucking rant about them because you don't like talk English. Uh, you're on your own, son. Here's the rant. Here's the rant. Right, here we go, Grado. In 2008, you're not going to believe this, I had an informal conversation with someone high up at the BBC about joining the organisation. Somebody at the BBC spoke to me and says, we would like you to come and join us because at the time, I was working for the Real Radio Football phone-in. Do you remember the Real Radio Football phone-in? I was a big fan. Big fan of the show. So mm -hmm. I was working at the Real Radio Football phone and I went away, spoke to my boss, Jay Crawford. He said to me, it's not for you. Stick to the Real Radio Football phone in. And having thought about it, I thought that the BBC wasn't for me. Ask me why the BBC wasn't for me, Gredo. Why was the BBC not for you? Because it's full of dinosaurs and cliques with their own agendas. And I knew that my personality and honest opinions wouldn't be liked. <laughs> You've actually wrote that, didn't you? <laughs> I've How long did that take you to come up with? You sitting all night coming up with that one? I've, I've you got get your laptop out and you just read that in the most pure forced computerized. <laughs> Do that again. I've got the full script here. I want to get it right. I, I need to get it right. Right. So this is so this is why you never joined the BBC then, I because it, dinosaurs and stuff. <laughs> What are you trying to get? What are you trying to get with this? Are you hoping that BBC listen to this and go, oh, what's the deal? What are you trying to get with it? I'm a football fan, right? Okay. Right. I'm expressing the opinions of most football fans out there. Is it because you never got a job and the new channel came out? <laughs> Can I do? Because they went for Romeo and all that again. <laughs> oh, 
Hey, what's for that? On Wednesday. Right. Can I just do? Can I do the rant? Wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. Right. Sorry. BBC Scotland's coverage of Scottish football is embarrassing. Agreed or disagree? It could be better, mate. Right. Could be better. Could be better, mate. Let's start with sports scene. Right. Which is hosted. But remember, by the way. What my employment comes to the BBC, Scott squad two doors down, so I can't say too much here, all right? You're on your any of this one of the ones that's like the views are here of you and Carmen that know me. Let's start with sports scene, right? right? Okay. It's hosted by Jonathan Sutherland. Do you know Jonathan? I and you know what? I think he doesn't like me because I thought I called him Doogie Vipon. <laughs> Or was it the other way about something? I see them in the street and call, I, I get mixed up with one of the two. Do you think he's good at sports scene? I think he's alright. I was he's not, not. right. No, you'll now be. That's, that, come on, you can't be saying that. No, I'm telling you right now, you'll be hard pressed to find a more negative and smarmy presenter if you tried. Seriously, I mean, sports scene has got a lot that's wrong with it just now. The you two, want to set your laptop then? No, the, 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 the two pundits are Michael Stewart and Stephen Thompson, both of which are depressingly bad. Would you agree? I'm no Michael Stewart's biggest fan. Michael, like his politics, has got an agenda, a clear agenda. What? What? I'm asking if you agree or disagree. Do you think he's got an agenda? Do you think he's got an agenda? Well, I don't pay too much attention. To what he says? I don't really know. No. Why do you not pay any attention to what he says? Um, it's because they're bad at what they do. They're very negative when it comes to Scottish football. Agree or disagree? Aye. Okay. Uh, Stephen Thompson, um, if he was made of chocolate, would lick and eat himself. He's so full of himself. He's in love with himself. And he thinks that he is God's gift and he's, un <laughs> reading that again. And he's unbearable to watch. I quite like Stephen Thompson. But I... uh, the BBC think they found Scotland's answer to Jamie Carragher and uh, Gary Neville. They haven't. And Stephen Thompson and Michael uh, Stewart. Unfortunately, there is nothing likeable about the guys in sports scene. Agreed? Fuck me, Ewan. <laughs> right. Sports scene is a flagship show on terrestrial TV. And it's amateurish at best. And that's the problem. Scottish football fans are being shortchanged with the coverage of Scottish football on the BBC. Agreed or disagreed? You're on your own here. Right? Did you watch the build-up to the Scottish Cup final? No, it was my brother's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> the studio lacked enthusiasm. It lacked any sense of joy, any sense of banter. I've been to wakes that have had more life in it. They then did something with a graphic screen with Stephen Thompson and Michael Stewart that was a scene out of Burniston. It was embarrassing. It was awful. They were trying to be Sky Sports and failed miserably. Right. So what do you suggest that they do? What, what's... It needs a shake-up. Right. Sports scene needs a shake-up mm -hmm. because it's far too negative. And let me get on to the Sith Lord of BBC pundits. Right. That is Tom English. Um, constantly negative. Uh, running the game down. Um, he's got an issue with St Mirren, celebrating a playoff victory against Dundee United. I mean, I totally don't get that because... What was that all about? Uh, and I think it was also as well, what actually annoyed me as well was the, the Lineker and... Real Ferdinand, yeah. In the books a couple of weeks ago as well. I thought, you know, look, there is a prime example of passion. passion love. Love for the game. Correct. It doesn't matter who. You know, there's nothing wrong with rivalry. There's nothing wrong with it at all. So if... I know if presenters, commentators want to celebrate like that, then why, why should they know? So they've got to keep professionalism. What are you talking about? That's, that's, that's a prime example why it shows 
football is such a beautiful game and, and, he, and, he, and he bashed him for and, it. And, and the reason we're doing this show is why? Because we love the ah, game. Exactly. We're football fans and mm. we're going to celebrate football. But there was Tom English. But is he trying to gauge no, a he's reaction? No, he's, he's not. I don't think he is either. You know, like, because sometimes I think... Sutton wants to be Kate Hopkins. I yes. mean, he wants that kind of. I'm not sure to like you that that analogy, but yeah, no, but I know you, you get what you mean. What I mean? Like, yeah. he, likes to, he likes playing the pantomime villain. Yeah, and Tom English I, does. I it. don't think he does. I think no. he's just generally that. Tom tweeting about St Mirren celebrating a playoff victory was beyond belief. Uh, that, that result didn't just have didn't just save the club's premiership status, oh. but it saved countless jobs. Jobs, I know. So many people would yep. have been out of a job had St Mirren been relegated against Dundee United. Oh. Yet he had an issue with the St Mirren players and its staff and its fans celebrating a player victory against Dundee United. Now, I've got back into football because I want to have a laugh with you. Aye. My big daft pal, Grado, you're a passionate football fan. You're going to be honest. You're going to wear your heart on your sleeve. And I'm that kind of guy as well. Mm -hmm. And that's what football fans want. Aye. Aye. They want fans to enjoy the game, to be honest with their opinions and not have an agenda. Do you have an agenda? I don't have an no, agenda. No, you're a Rangers fan. Aye, you aye. can't stand Celtic. Well, Brilliant. That, right, that's great. That's mm -hmm. honest. I'm a horse man. Cannot stand Hibs. Aye. Want to see them fail at every opportunity. I just can't understand why up here a lot of the presenters have got to hide or at least cover up who they support. I keep saying it again. There's nothing wrong with, with rivalry. There is absolutely nothing wrong with no liking the team that you're playing against. Aye, if you're a pundit, with that. If you're a pundit, wear your heart on your aye, sleeve and be honest, aye, and be fans honest. will forgive you. Aye. See, we're trying to hide behind something. That's when they step, that's when they go, that's when they, they, they smell a rat and they can't, then they lose respect. See the computer? Mm -hmm. That's the rant. I'm going to close the computer. Well done, mate. Uh, the notes are away. That's me fucking Nascot squad next year. <laughs> <laughs> Football daft with Glasgow Private Hire. It's the Football Daft podcast with you and Anne Grado. And still to come on the show, we've got um, Andy Devlin from the Scottish Sun. And we've also got Donald McLeod, who's a big pal of Neil Lennon and a big Celtic fan. Good character. Good character, passionate about the hoops. Um, he's going to be here to give us a wee insight into why Celtic have given the job to Neil Lennon since he's pals with the Celtic manager. And we've also got a fantastic mystery guest that's playing the little feature that we called Who Are You? Where we blindfold Grado, we then bring him into the studio and then he has to try and identify who the mystery guest is. And I'm, I guarantee you, Grado, you will love who the mystery <laughs> right. guest is. Fear, I'm fear, bye. You, you will, you'll actually probably give me a hug and a kiss when you find oh, out who it is. Right, yeah, okay. it, it's that good. Send it. So that's coming up very, very soon. But before any of that, a couple of weeks ago, we were in Van Winkle. Mm -hmm. We're at the pub Van for Van Winkle? We're at Van Winkle. Where's the Van Winkle? It's in the Gallagate. And where's the Gallagate? Uh, East End. In the East Close End. Close to Celtic Park. Close to Celtic Park. Paravans. And Bar, Bar 67. Bar 67. Yep. All right. We were All there. my favourite haunts. <laughs> <laughs> and we went to Van Winkle. And uh, with a couple of beers, and we invited some fans along to talk about the season that has just finished. And uh, since we're going to be talking about Celtic, and we're talking about Neil Lennon with the, the guests in a couple of minutes, and we've got a couple of Rangers fans here talking all things Rangers and what's been going on at Ibrox at the Van Winkle when we went for a beer. Over to you. And we've got Richard and Gary who are Rangers fans. <laughs> um, enough. So we've got a um, bit of a Rangers supporters club going on here with Grado being a Rangers fan, Richard being a Rangers fan, Gary being a Rangers uh, fan. You and no, being a Rangers I'm not fan. a Rangers yeah. fan. Yeah. 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 Yeah
It's a bit rare in this neck of the woods of Glasgow being a Ranger Supporters Club. The first is kind, isn't it? Yeah, we're in Van Winkles. Where are we in Van Winkles? Where's Van Winkles? The Gallagher. I had to put my blue motor off a mile down the road. There's no fucking sitting out there. You wouldn't have tickets, would you? You've no fucking wheels. But do you want to clear this up? You know, this is one of the first episodes. You must be getting pissed off already with the amount of people that are calling you a You've had it for how many years? It's not years. It's only been it's a couple of thing. months. It's just a couple of months. No, Since I'm... I became pals with Aunt Middleton, and he outed right. me on... Woo, pals! <laughs> Football friend! Football friend! <laughs> it, was, it, was that, it, was, it was that when you walked into Murray Park and the Rangers <laughs> logo was in the floor and you went... You went Oh. Look at that. It was love. <laughs> look at that. It was love. And look at that. <laughs> right, let's talk. Right, let's talk Steven Gerrard. Yes. Yeah. Right, let's talk. He's even read a tournament Gerrard, hasn't he? Right. Yeah, yeah. right. A year ago, Steven Gerrard was unveiled as the Rangers manager, and I was at Ibrox on that day. Of course. We never <laughs> oh my God. So, and he did touch my arse. You're right. Um, and, and I was there that day at Ibrox, and there was like 7,000 Rangers fans that day. And that day when I spoke to the Rangers fans, they believed that this was the year they were going to stop Celtic winning eight in a row. This was it. You were going to stop that juggernaut. Ooh, I don't think that's no, that that, that true. No, that is true. You're, you're, no, saying, no, wait, no, wait, you're saying that now because you've no, lost no, the league. No, 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 no. no, 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 no I don't agree with no, no, no. you. Well, look, well, listen, you, listen, okay, you two are Rangers fans, Gary. Was Stevie, was Stevie, was Stevie G come in, you're going, yes, this is a good foundation to build on. He's a big name in football. World football, Stevie Gerrard's world football wide. He's going to bring players in, sponsorship deals in. Everybody's going to be looking on Glasgow Rangers. Right? We go to the Europa League, which was a bonus. Did it hinder us? I think maybe it did. But when Stevie G came in, it was Right, hold fantastic. on a minute. Right, right, be honest, right? Let's not bullshit here. This shows about honesty. All right. All right. That day that Stephen Gerrard walked out the tunnel Ibrox no. in front of 7,000 fans to be interviewed by me, can I just say? No, you sneaked in and jumped to war. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> so when Stephen Gerrard walks out, you're telling me you did not think that he was going to win the title? No, well, we never did. We didn't have the players. What, was he the under-18s Liverpool manager? There was no way that... We didn't have the players. We didn't have the players at the time. Richard, be honest, did you think this was your year? I think every year is the year. Right, as a Rangers fan, I'm going to think that every so, year. So, so you year, think every year is a year? Yeah. So, did you think this was the best chance since coming back up the leagues to win the league? That's a I yes. Think, I think it, it grew into that potentially. Right. We had an opportunity. Okay. Right? It was it was touched on before. We had an opportunity to kick on, but this year was a con, con, consolidation year. We had to bring in the players and the management team. And it's not just Gerard; it's the management team and the coaching staff that he's got. Each and every single one of them are second to none. Um, they could all walk into the, the, you know, the top Premiership teams as coaches, and that's where the difference is. We've now got a, a coaching network, we've got a youth system that's winning things right the way through the ages, and that's what we're looking for now. That's what we should have done five years ago. Mm -hmm. So we've done this year, and in, in one year, what we should have done five years ago, and that's where the, the, the benefits are. It's all right to look at and say, oh, the points and the yada yada. Look at the bigger picture. Rangers are in a better position today as a club than what they were last year at this time. And that's a fact. Whereas if you look at if you look at hearts, well that's a different story. Gary, 
Celtic have won the league this year. That's eight in a row. And, as, and as, as we all know, we all watch football, Celtic are nowhere near as good as they have been over the last couple of years, yet they've still won the league. So what did that make Rangers 2018-2019? That was your own fault, to be end of the day, because if you ask me... So where, me, where was, the, was there what mistakes were made? What, what, um, why was playing, it... Playing uh, Joe Warrell in front of Nikola Katic. That's my big one. Don't miss your Warrell, he's pals with him. That's my big, that's my big great. <laughs> No, no I agree with you. There's a guy here that's, that's, that's on Fine, loan. He's gone to another. He's going to go back to Nottingham Forest. He was only up here. He managed to go back to Nottingham Forest. Okay. So why are we, we that, spent a few balls on that for a good couple of months? You know, there was so the free Katic stuff going the biggest, the biggest mistake that Gerard made this season was playing Joe Warrell for Nicola Katic. That's my biggest creep. Can we just get this on camera? The reason that Grado's saying very little when it comes oh, to... fuck's sake. You can't tell folk this. What do you mean? I've got Scott Arfield fucking gone, don't bring up what I gave you and all this because we're telling... We can't hear too much about you and mate. These are, these are my, you know, I mean, this is good that I've got these hookups at Ibrooks. I can't fuck it because you. No, can we just get this on record, right? Because, again, what is this show all about? Honesty. Honesty, honesty right. The reason that he will not. Don't tell him this. The reason. Do not tell them this. Tell who? I'm going the to world. tell them. I'm going to tell the world, right? The reason that Grado will not, under any circumstances, have a pop at Joe Worrell is because Joe Worrell's going to be his reference for a celebrity dating website. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, that's true. No, no, we're not editing that out. That is true. So. Oh, well, he's only on loan. We're fucking away this summer. If it was Cartage, if it was Cartage, then I'd be worried. <laughs> so, Grado. You've heard what Ganny's mm -hmm. had to say about Joe Warrell and his performance over the season, and he might have cost Rangers at times. What's your opinions on Joe Warrell, even though your best pals with him and want to go on a celebrity dating well, site? Well, but he has, even though he was my reference, I've still not been fucking accepted yet. It's not helping that much. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do remember just sitting there in a rubber park as soon as I bought him out of fifth. I think that's it. I yeah. totally think that's just that one. There was a few. There was a few. just after the old firm game where he, he was absolutely like, But then he didn't play Brighton in the old firm game. He had a fantastic couple of tackles against him mm -hmm. uh, in, the, in the New Year game. You know, and I, I think you know, it was a le learning curve. The guy was only, what, 21, 22? Yes, he's a young 22. boy. You know, boy? I mean, this is the thing. We do need to bring in just a little bit of experience to be alongside Goldstein, I think. And Cartage. I think we need something there. Macaulay came in. Didn't work, didn't work right? That, but then that's I think fine, but he, he'll go, right? And th these are the learning curves that a young coaching management team are, are going to go through. And see, to be fair, you know, six points, uh, more goals scored, less less than half conceded in comparison to previous, like, you know, the previous season. These are the things that you've got to look them. at. Uh, and the youth, the youth we're system. Well, 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 you're both Rangers fans right. through and through, right? You go to the games, right. you go to home and away games. Mm -hmm. You've seen the improvement this year. You've still lost the league, though. Will you stop nine in a row? I think we all next season, aye. <laughs> see you like it. See you. <laughs> Sorry, mate. It was nice to find the hyenas for fucking lines, didn't it? The Celtic fans are laughing at you. Are Celtic still the favourites to win the league next year, even where we are? Are they? Are the champions? Are Celtic still the favourites? Yeah, yeah. They'll be favourites in the bookies' eyes. In your heart? What do you think, Ian? What? What do you oh. think? You've been at Ibrox more than Tynecastle this season. <laughs> <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a new Rangers fan, then what would you say then, Ewan? 
If, if I was going to be brutally honest about it, I think you'll stop them winning nine in a row. But you, but you said, I remember at the start of last year, you said this was Rangers year. You did, didn't no, you? no, 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 I, I said this is, a bit, this is a really good chance. No, I'm sure you tweeted no, the Rangers I, were going to win, but... Yeah, I did, but that's <laughs> not the point. <laughs> <laughs> right, Grado, you're boring me. Uh, Richard and Gary! Well done, guys. So thanks to Sophie and to Dale at Van Winkle for uh, hosting us for a brilliant night out with the fans. And thanks to all the fans who turned up for some burgers and some free beer. Good night. Brilliant night. Should do it again. Mm -hmm. 100%. Uh, thanks for the support, guys. And talking of people who support us, big shout out to Billy and the guys and to Stephen at Glasgow Private Hire who sponsor the Football Daft podcast because without their support, this couldn't happen. <laughs> So, guys, right. listening to the podcast, if you could support them, supporting us, then this is free to download for as long as you want. Um, the Glasgow Private Heart app is available on the App Store. It's also available on Google Play. And if you ever need a taxi in Glasgow or the West, then give them a call on 0141 774 3000. So thank but, you to Billy and Stephen and all the guys at Glasgow Private Heart for supporting the podcast. Right. Use them if you're in Glasgow, but if you're in Ayrshire, uh, phone my dad, he's a taxi driver. He's, <laughs> right. Is he still doing it? I, my father passed his test when he was 17 year old on a Friday and started taxis on the Monday. I've done taxis all his days. He must have some good stories. Oh, well, I don't think he's got to tell me them, is he? No, but is he, end up on here. <laughs> has he ever picked you up? Uh, all the time. Aye, so, aye. You, so when you're in Ayrshire? I phone my father, but he's, he's started taking a kind of Dingy me now because he's, you know, I, I did take the pee. I did take the pee. And do you pay him? No. <laughs> oh, do you even tip him? No, no, no. But I'll tell you what, he has he has instilled in me the tippingness factor to my life. I, I do tip all taxi drivers. I always do. No matter what. So every time you get in a Glasgow private hire taxi. Well, I'm, all, I'm always a tipper. I'm a big So if tipper. I was to speak to any of the guys. They'll say that I'm a tipper, mate. So what are you tipping? Um, I'll say, we'll see if, say if the fare's £17, I'm giving them 20 that's what it can. That's, that's good, and it's just because my father. You know what, I mean? what if it's fourteen pound? Uh, I'll give them fifteen. So you wouldn't give them just a twenty? No, no, no. That's too much. Six pound, knock. Come on, that's so that. you're getting a pound tip if they pay. Aye. if it's fourteen. Aye, aye. So you, you, you round up to the next number. Nah, aye, that can idea. Thirty-three pound fifty. They're getting thirty. They're getting thirty-five. That can kind of shite. Right. All oh, right. What if it's seventeen? Twenty. Six. Did he keep going on about that? Sixteen pounds. Sixteen pound. Uh, 18. <laughs> <laughs> so I hire you a taxi and it's mm -hmm. waiting outside for you. Glasgow Private Hire are here. They're waiting to take you where you need to go. What do you want from your taxi driver when you get in? No for that air freshener shite. I hate that. You feel sick. You know, when I've got 10 air fresheners. Right. I hate that. I'm getting the boat just thinking about that. I so you that. don't want air freshener? No, I don't want. I mean, I want it to smell good, but no, that, no 10 forest trees. <laughs> right. <laughs> what do you want from the driver himself? Uh, do you want him to talk to you? Well, depends. Depends what kind of mood I'm in. Depends what mood I'm in. And if they do talk to you, what do you want to talk about? I don't mind talking about food. Food, food, aye, stuff food. Like that. Any particular food? I'll take anything. Anything. You know, obviously, I've got a big passion for macaroni. I go mm -hmm. on about that quite regular. Mm -hmm. And I do like to exchange macaroni recipes with people. You know, if you know, do you use a roux? Do you use, do you use double cream and cheese? What kind of cheese do you use? Do you put mustard in it? Um, so, do you, have, you, have you exchanged a macaroni recipe with any taxi drivers? I think I have actually. Aye, aye, aye. 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 
Uh, we shout out to my mate, my mate Fletch, mm-hmm. his missus, uh, Nikki. She made me macaroni a couple of weeks ago. Now, I always usually tend to kind of exaggerate when I tell people that their macaroni was shit hot, but really, my mate Fletch's missus made me macaroni a couple of weeks ago, and it was amazing. And you know what? Not the best. It, it was gluten free, and I couldn't get rid of it. Gluten free. And which is I need because I know I've told you before. I don't know if I have told you before, but I have food allergies. I'm allergic to gluten, dark chocolate, sardines, pineapples, kiwis, sardines, and cat and dug for. <laughs> it's not a food. Well, I mean, I'm not going to be jumping about eating a piece of <laughs> cat fur, but I think it means the likes are you know don't don't get near cats. But I mean, I've, I've been brought up with cats and dogs and I've never really had any rashes or anything like that. I mean, I don't know if it's just a con. I mean, I paid this guy £65 to put, um, to put, you know, there was a week at these nodes, metal nodes, and they compare your finger to every food. Mm-hmm. And I go, aye, that's, that's what I was allergic to. So I don't know how accurate it is. I did, however, stop eating gluten for a full month and I felt great. I felt gl- great, no gluten. I was wrestling in Florida one night and I ordered gluten-free pasta. Everything was gone great. It's an American. Did they understand you? Yeah, gluten-free grado. <laughs> gluten-free grado. And uh, my mate sat next to me. He had garlic bread and I totally forgot because I had, had a couple of uh, drinks of uh, cider, mm-hmm. which is gluten-free. Yeah. Uh, I took a bit of garlic bread, fucked it whole month. The next morning I woke up as if somebody was stabbing my belly. So you, are, you, are you gluten-free now? I'm on night. <laughs> I mean, I should, I should be. I feel better for it, but I just love my... I love Cheerios, even though Cheerios make me feel hellish. When I eat Cheerios, I get flu-like symptoms. <laughs> I get diarrhoea, I get a runny nose, I come out in a rash. But for some reason, I love Cheerios. When I'm ever on a diet, that's what I crave, is Cheerios. Glasgow private hire taxis. <laughs> <laughs> Book now. Football Daft with Glasgow Private Hire. So it's the Football Daft podcast with Ewan and Grado and joining us in the studio is Andy Devlin from the Scottish Sun and Donald McLeod of the Clan McLeod. Donald Cameron McLeod of the Clan McLeod. Does it really matter? In mind. Does it really matter? It always matters. The name, title, it's always important. Yours is Fanny. Mine's, (laughs) you know, it's Donald Cameron McLeod of the Clan McLeod. You answered your phone like that, didn't you? Everything else. I think that's cool. What do you do again? <laughs> I slag you. Yeah, well, I own nightclubs. You know, the garage, you got the garage. Got the garage cat, um, house, cat, cat house. Remote bands. I write for the Sunday Post. That great paper with Ur Willie. Is it as good as the Sun? Oh, better than the Sun. You know. <laughs> got a bigger bucket. <laughs> uh, it's good to have the two of you here. And the reason I've asked you along, Donald McLeod, is because. Um, you're a big Celtic man, mm. and you're also pals with Neil Lennon. And yeah. clearly, the big news from the weekend: Celtic won the historic treble, treble, and then just after they, they win the treble, treble, Neil Lennon is named the new Celtic manager. Before I get your thoughts on it, Andy Devlin from the Sun, Grado, as a Rangers fan watching Celtic win a historic treble, treble, what did you think at full time? Well, I never had the telly on because I knew it was going to happen. I was at my, my brother get married on Friday night, and I was out on Saturday, and I was just keeping an yeah, eye on it. Sorry, your out. brother get what? My brother get married. Oh, I thought you said Friday laid. night. <laughs> no, well, I'm hoping to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I seen, I was it Hearts Hart, went up one. No, Hearts went up one now. Yeah. Celtic equalise, mm-hmm. and I thought, no, I can't. It's going to happen here. So no, I never bothered about it. 
what I did, um, what I was delighted about was when Neil Lynn got announced as the manager because we got a wee tip off last week. We did get a wee tip and last week. And I put a bit of money on it. You did? Delight it. <laughs> Delight it. Because Chris Commons was in last week and mm-hmm. he did say on the podcast and off camera that Neil Lennon had the job. And then we checked Sky and it was 6 to I 1. I 6 to 1. And I know oh. a few people You're who kidding, put... was it? Uh, 6 to 1. I fucking did. 6 to 1. <laughs> 6 to 1. He put, put 8 bar on it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking buzzing. <laughs> you, buy a, you buy a player for Rangers. <laughs> 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 Get them out of date. <laughs> right, enough of that. Is, is, is this what's going to be happening now between you right, two? Enough of that. <laughs> um, Come on. So Neil Lennon has been put in charge of Celtic. Andy, was that a surprise? I, I think it was, Ewan. Yeah, I mean, I, I think um, I think if you ask Neil Lennon, I, I think he'd be surprised by it as well because. He had obviously won. He, he, he did what he was asked to do, and that was get Celtic over the, the line in the league, and then you know try and win the treble, treble, which he achieved. Uh, and as he said afterwards, he, he was in the shower room at Hamden when you know the Celtic board, Desmond and, and Peter Lawwell came in and offered him a job. Um, Neil had been at the, the football writers' <laughs> dinner the week before, and had you know almost I think given up. Or, you know his own chances. So the week the before, he's thinking he I'm not getting the gig. I think Neil Neil Lennon was certainly making noises to that effect that he didn't think he was going to get the job. There was obviously all manner of names being linked. So to the why club. why was he thinking he was out of the frame? I take it he must have got some indication that you might not be the one in, in at the top of our list, or is that a case he was third or fourth down the list because there was all the rumours about Mourinho? Yeah, there was the rumours about Rafa Benitez. So I think well, I, mean, I think if Celtic fans are being realistic about it, I mean. Rafa Benitez is a name eight million pounds a year just now. If the Sheiks come in and take over Newcastle, that could double. Uh, Villas Boas was another one that was mentioned with the Celtic job. He's about to sign a deal with Marseille worth upwards of, of seven million pounds a year. Celtic pushed the boat out to land Brendan Rogers. Um they've got a big squad, which I think they'll need to cut back going forward. I think Neil Lennon, you know, from from from, from a Celtic point of view, he knows the club. Is it a cheap option? Andy, is it a cheap option? I, I don't know if it's a cheap option. I think I, I don't think the guys out there. I don't think your your Mourinho. So it's a, it's a cheap no, option. I, I genuinely no, don't think. No, it's not Josie the cheap option. Only Josie no, no, I'm, ask, I'm asking uh, the yes, questions. Wait, 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 guys, calm down. Josie <laughs> Mourinho, Rafa Benitez, and Villas Boas were never going to take the Celtic mm. job. Let's be honest; they were never going to take so the Celtic there was, job. So there was no one else out there then, apart from those lot and well, Neil you, Lennon. You, you tell me who else is out there at the minute who knows the club as well as Neil Lennon does. Chris Hutton would have been a good shout. Chris Hutton, does Donald. He know, does, he, does he know the club as well as Neil Lennon does? So that's all that matters. Is it a matter of putting the money that they would have spent on a manager and putting into the transfer kit? Does that go to something today? What do you think? Saving money on well, a big that, name manager I, and putting it into oh. players would that would that have been a factor? You think? I don't think so. I think the the, the bottom line is that they were only going to let them know in advance, which I did think was wrong, but. They wanted to see if he could bring the trophy home. You know, if he, if he could deliver the league, where is his medal? And you know what? There's nobody better out there to do that. And, you know, and I hate all these people that are slagging. I mean, oh, he was the right guy. He, should, he is the right guy. Christ, he already delivered his three titles, two Scottish Cups. He got us into the league qualifiers twice for the Champions League. You know, beating Barcelona, a better record than Brendan Rodgers in the Champions League. And he didn't spend £60 million to do that. So he was a right guy. But you know what, Donald? And, and, and please don't take this the wrong way. I'm no. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> do you know why you're... You look like a tampon, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, is you're it, a state, you're a fashion. Is it, <laughs> is it comet relief? 
<laughs> oh, you're taking a belter. <laughs> Pretty stick. <laughs> Just because I'm wearing a white t-shirt yeah, and white honestly. joggy bottoms. <laughs> a man pushing you towards 50 shouldn't be. What are you pushing towards 50? You're over 40. What age are you? Do you know what you're doing here? You're deflecting. <laughs> the reason you're standing up for Neil Lennon and you're defending Neil Lennon and you think he's the right man for the job is because he's your pal. Yeah, look, I've not he's seen, your pal, I've so not you're, you're seen never going Neil to see in about a year and a half, right? But yes, you know I'm, I'm, yes, I'm pally with him. I've got great respect for the guy. More than that, as a Celtic fan, I've got a great respect for what he's done for this club over right, well, the, 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 the But that's not the and point. He, no, even the Ibernian fans are happy with him. You know, they, he actually he, delivered he, them a title. Right, you know, he, got like, them back. Neil Lennon was Great I hate him for that though. You know, he was the only guy. thing he did ever wrong was fucking Effie Ambrose. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Honest, Jesus right, right. He did a great job at Hibs. Brought in Wanyama, brought in Van Dyke, brought in Samaras. Come on, come he, on. He did a great job Get at Hibs. Gra- he did a great job at Celtic. That was in the past. Is he the right man to take Celtic forward? Andy, as Donald says, there isn't anybody out there. There's nobody else sticking their hand up, Ewan. Um, Celtic at the moment, if you're looking for the pressure that is going to come on these this Celtic squad, of players, they've just won a treble, treble. Instantly, they're looking towards nine and ten in a row, right? Is he the man to deliver ten in a row? Celtic seem to, to believe he is. They were obviously spoiled by the appointment of Brendan Rodgers. So that, that has set the, the standard, the bar, right? Yes, okay, a standard. As we've said, a Mourinho was standard. never going to happen. Villas Boas was never going to happen. Benitez was never right, going to happen. You said that, right? Andy. I'm asking so out you, there, is Neil, Neil Lennon, Lennon the man to deliver 10 in a row? You said that. I, I, think, question. I think he is under enormous pressure. <laughs> Will he do it? Uh, impossible if to If you say. were to put a bet impossible on it right now, say. Andy. I'm not a betting man. Right. Well, I know you are because I gave you a tip for the Grand National six years ago and it won. I'm not a betting uh, what man. What about the other five? <laughs> <laughs> It's 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 a it was a strange one because even the Celtic fans, a lot of them don't want Neil yeah. Lennon in charge just because, because they've been because, spoiled because of uh, Brendan Rodgers. That, that undoubtedly that is undoubtedly. I and, and the Rangers fans are celebrating the appointment. <laughs> Why, Grado? Because I backed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you bet on it, but Rangers fans as a whole are celebrating the appointment of Neil Lennon because they believe the appointment of Neil Lennon gives them a better chance. I think it's just the way the reaction to the Celtic fans. There's a lot of unhappy Celtic fans. My mate Tunsley, who was on the show last week, he's raging that Lennon's been appointed. I think it's good today with the fact that how how they, how they played in the last six months under Lennon since Rogers left, and I think a lot of people. But you're right, it's the Brendan Rodgers things. They're never going to get MD as good as what Brendan Rodgers was. I was surprised they never went for Moyes. Really surprised they never went for Moyes. Because mm. he was out there and he was available. I just felt because he never got to Scotland job and I seen him at games and I thought he's a shoe in to be it. And I'm, and I'm just wondering why. Was that ever the case? Was no, Moyes I mean, ever? Moyes was, he'd been spotted running about Celtic Park aye, for the last few been, months. He's definitely. I just go back to the fact, I think. They see Neil Lennon as a safe pair of hands. Somebody who knows the club. He has been in there since February, since Brendan Rodgers left for Leicester. That's been proved. He, yeah, he knows. He's already had time to assess the squad. He knows who he needs to, to bring in, who he needs to let go, what areas of that team need strengthened. Celtic are putting a lot of faith into Neil Lennon. But, you know, he's the right man for the job. And you know what? I've, I guarantee you, he's a guy that loves a challenge and they can't have a bigger challenge than going for nine and then ten. Right? I'll tell you right now, Donald McLeod, in this studio, right... 
and I've got witnesses here, and everyone who's listening to this podcast, you will not win nine in a row. We will. Stephen Gerrard is oh, going to guide Gary Rangers. Stephen Gerrard is going to guide See, Rangers uh, to victory. Oh, right. what, I'm with, telling you. What, I'm, with a button-up button squad that he's got there? What's in a button-up squad? They are. They're all they, they, they've they've played quite well because, you know, obviously Celtic are a bit they've, tired. They've, they've, you done know. they've done quite a bit of business already. They've got Jordan Jones coming in. They've got Kamara. Great business. I remember the last time Rangers did business. Do you? Ended up three divisions down. Aye, that was a great bit of business. And I can see, I can see Gerard leaving in next January. You're shitting yourself. No, fucking, I look like it. Somebody was I? mentioning about the Middlesbrough job. Somebody said to me the weekend, Gerard, a boy in Middlesbrough says he thinks uh, Gerard's going to go there. I don't think it's going to happen. I think he'll a, move. I do. do I you? don't think. They, I don't think Rangers. That's have the, hope, that's have wishful have thinking. Money. That's wishful no, thinking. It, it, it stacks up. No, Did you like scared. Gerard before he was at Rangers? Did you like him? Did I you? still like him. Yeah, and I, I met him quite a few times uh, back in the old club oh. days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll just keep that one quiet. I think that that's what you're here for. Come on. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. What stays in the club? <laughs> so there are rumours about Gerard moving on. There's rumours that yeah. Lampard's going to move on because of the job they've done at the respective clubs. Mm. Andy Devlin from the Sun, who I, keep your ear to the ground. Gerard staying at Rangers next year, or is there a chance he might move? No, I think he, I mean, I, uh, Gerard is desperate to, to, to win a trophy for Rangers, and I don't think there'll be any chance of him leaving the club until until he's achieved that. Do you think I, if a Rafa Benitez had walked through the door, he'd have walked away? But because it's Lennon, he'll stay. Sorry? If Rafa Benitez walked through the door at Celtic Park, he's not a shite bag either. He's not going to do that. Do you think he'd have walked away then? No, no, not at all. That's a stupid thing. I'm asking the question. As you say, how did you get a job here? I should be sitting there. That's a crazy thing to say. The, the, the planning for Rangers are already well underway, Ewan, as you mentioned. You know, those players come in. Celtic will be doing the same. They'll need to. You've got Champions League. Celtic have Champions League qualifiers, mm-hmm. you know, in what, three, <laughs> three weeks' time? <laughs> three weeks I mean, it's. Right. I mean, football players, you talk about, you know, going on holiday. Right. It's, it's getting narrower and narrower, that window. And, he's, and, and Lennon's got a, a big, huge, humongous task well, to get a squad yeah. together, get rid of the dross that's there. That's why you won't win nine, nine in a row. We will. You will not. I'm well, telling you right now. Right, okay. Right. We, we, I'll tell we, you what. We win one in a row, two in a row. Three row, four row. Sorry, where are we now? Eight in a row. You know what your problem is? You can't handle the truth. I can handle the truth. I just can't handle get the glare for your shut. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want uh, to talk about what uh, you were doing on Sunday night? What did I Sunday night? Oh, no. Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> no, because I'm you, affronted. Were you not I'm meant affronted. to be at dinner with Graham Sunas? Aye. Right, do you want to tell that wee story to Donald and to Andy? <clears throat> tell the story from the, the beginning of the weekend. No, it's just my, my brother got uh, married on Friday night. Friday night, mm-hmm. celebrations carried on into Saturday, into the wee hours on Sunday morning, and I couldn't get to sleep. And I says, right, I need to get myself sleep because I need to be ready for this Graham Sunas dinner. Chet Young invited me along. It was going to be a great day. And uh, at 10 2 the I'm a trip to lean sleeping pills. <laughs> Next minute, it was 10 bells on Sunday night. <laughs> Fucking slept all the way through it, mister. <laughs> I was mortified. Check young messaging me Off yesterday. the gradle. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you last night? Where were you last night? I says, look. I've been trying to think of something to tell you all day. My dog ran away, my feather tail, no wheel, whatever. Here's the truth. I was at the shower, you and Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> so you missed the night? Missed the night. Missed right. the night. Mm. Um, let's strongly hangs, isn't it? <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> so what, what, time, what, time did, what time did you go to sleep? I think I went to my bed about. Well, it was early Sunday morning anyway. Early Sunday morning and Sunday night. I woke up at 10 o'clock on Sunday night. So that's what, 14, 15 hours? Mm-hmm. Straight through. That's what they did to you. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were making a prediction right now to win the league next year, early prediction, the way things are setting up, yes. and none of the transfer businesses have been done yet. Rangers have done a wee bit already. Who would your money be on, Andy? I'm going for Rangers as well. 
I think Rangers might do it next year. I think. Oh, I think they'll be quietly confident. Just the manner in which they performed <laughs> against Celtic in the last two games. Where, where Rangers let themselves down last year was the games against Kilmarnock, the games against Hibs. And they will again against next Aberdeen. year. Remains to be seen. I, I think, so you, so you I think, Rangers? I think there was a lot of people underestimated Stephen Gerrard this time last year when they came out. A lot out. of negativity. There was. You know, and, and, and I, you know, I very rarely tweet you in because all you do is get bombarded with abuse. I, just, I, I very rarely do it. But I, I, made, I made the point that you know, Ronnie Dyler was. That's why he does it. Ronnie Dyler <laughs> was was you know thinking outside the box, as was Ian Castle at Hearts. However, you know there was so much negativity surrounding the Gerard appointment. Listen, I thought it was cl- welcomed. Well, well actually, not, not in a lot not, of the media. Not a lot of the media. Not, not certainly not the guys in, in, in my own profession, Donald. Yeah. I, I think it was a. a and listen, I, th- I think that, that, that to, to say there's not been an improvement in Rangers is, is ridiculous because. That has been. That, that's obvious. That is obvious. And, you and know, Gary McAllister should get a, the, a big thumbs up for his contribution mm-hmm. to it. The, the European run it alone, you know, considering where Rangers right. were the year before going out to progress Niedercon. I just think, um, I definitely think Rangers will win a trophy next year. I definitely think You think that. it could be the league as well? And I think, I genuinely think that they, they could. I think there's, there'll be so much pressure on the Celtics, the, the Celtic squad of players. And, I, you know, Peter Law was saying as a core of players, I think there'll be a big turnover at Celtic. There has to be. There has to be. There has to be. The wages, you know, it's shocking all these unknown players, they've got to get... And you know, it's well done in the the sense that a lot of tired guys, a lot of guys in there, the squad's needing fashion. You saw it, you had the invincible season under Brendan Rodgers, you had the double treble last year. Celtic, you know, didn't hit the heights this year. They still won the treble treble, which speaks volumes for the levels of consistency. And it speaks volumes for how crap the rest of everybody was, you know, indeed, you, but including the resurgent Rangers. They're needing the, the squad. You can't help yourself, Donald, can you? I can't. And, just, <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, I had to say to him just because Gredo said he would slum I'm just trying to noise oh, you no, up. Don't I try this at home. <laughs> you're not nice. I, I know you're the biggest fan, you know. No, so. Listen, I'm, yeah, you're, you're yeah, not noising yeah. me up. I'm a big admirer of Stephen Gerrard because of Liverpool, but I don't really care well, one well, way well, or the well. other what happens at Rangers. But I genuinely believe the improvement Rangers have made that they yeah. are very, for very, me, very, will very probably formidable. go in slight favourites to win the league. In my opinion, danger. I in mean, my you're opinion, you know, you're, we're, we're, you're, Lenny's track record and previous signings speak for themselves. And Celtic's bank balance is still going up mm-hmm. because of them. You know, the guys, the guy is a great. Football no worries mind. going forward then. No. No worries whatsoever. Unless, unless uh, Peter Law puts a key in the biscuit tin, you know. But apart from that, you know well, what? That's a big worry, actually. <laughs> 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 He's an accountant, for God's sake. You know? um, we've got to mention Scotland before we uh, wrap this bit up. Um, mm-hmm. Stevie Clark is a new Scotland manager. We've got a couple of big games coming up against Belgium mm-hmm. and Cyprus in the qualifiers. Grado, what's your thoughts? Many Kelly players are in the Scotland squad. Four. Four. When has that ever happened? Do you want to name, you want to name one of the Kelly players? Profi. Well done. Don- Do you have another one? Donnell. Donnell? O'Donnell, who else? Who else is there? Uh, Come on, Grado. Taylor. Taylor. Mm-hmm. What's nice. his first name? Greg. Well done. <laughs> well done. Stop trying to embarrass me, you and <laughs> fuck off. That's it's brilliant. Okay, I think you're doing magic. I was going to say Chris Boyd. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Cut Broadfoot. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, aye. So, aye. so it's, it's interesting. It's, a, it's fresh. It's exciting. Stevie Clark. I think there's a manager there that players will want to play for. You might see players that um, thought about jacking it or have jacked it, maybe want to come back and play for Scotland. I think it's exciting and I'm looking forward to Are it. Are you happy with the appointment? Aye. 
I think I'm. I think I'm. Excited? Uh, you've you got a wee bit of passion, a wee bit of love for Scotland it needs, again. It needed to because for a while there I couldn't care. And that's terrible. Did you not that's, care? No, but that's terrible the way that I, I felt like that. But it was, I guess, the international football sometimes just does nothing for me. It doesn't. I try to get into it, I try to get motivated, I try it, but sometimes uh, it just... It sucks a sperm at your sack, that. Oh, uh, absolutely. I couldn't say it better myself. <laughs> <laughs> do you know Hank, but... Uh, honestly, I, do you know Hank? You know, we're all Scotland fans. We want mm-hmm. to see them do we well. We want to see them do well. Years and years of disappointment. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, it's just grinding away. And it, yeah. You you hope anybody that comes Did, in that job does well. And I, you know, as I was saying about Alec McLeish, you know, I really hoped that he would do well. You know, I know you didn't, but that's rubbish. That's no rubbish. I've got the tweets by the way. I kept him. Um, I showed them by the way on Friday. Thanks, uh, good friend. Thanks for Sockets. Is Stevie Clark? Big Alex going to get you? Is Stevie Clark going to get us to a major tournament, Andy? Uh, I think there's there's definitely as Gredo says there's a level of optimism here now that wasn't say five six months ago off to a terrible start in the qualifiers that's why Stevie Clark's been brought in uh, again as Grado says I think there will be guys you'd agree with Grado I do I, I think, I think, I think I'm doing alright here I think they're doing very well thanks he, he doesn't want to be called a football pundit do you think he's doing alright for a wee pundit very well. you started off well and you just got better it's right. brilliant now. thanks guys <laughs> You, this is you, great. Named, you named the Scotland squad. I know I did. <laughs> Come on, I, I think we're. I mean, there's so there's so much disorganisation in, in, in the last was you know disarray. So he'll bring a level of that back. He'll get it's hard to beat. Belgium's a difficult game. It's a free hit for Stevie Clark. Say he gets a point over there. Mm. Tremendous. It's a free hit for them, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just think we're talking there about Celtic. Scotland needed so it needed something to galvanise it, and I think mm. the, the Clark appointment has done that. Yeah. You're looking at ticket sales. Prior to to his appointment, you know, I, you know, Saturday night at Hamden at seven forty-five, a week in Saturday, you know, how many people were going to turn up at that? Realistically, that is going to give the support. Know some of the players anyway. Eh? Well, exactly, and I think he'll put an end to that. You're either on board with him or you're not. And I think it, you know, that distinction of listen, you can't pick and choose your games. You're a Scotland player. You're playing for your country. You know, you represent your country, and this picking and choosing when they turn up, that'll be long gone. I think he's a bit of a crabbit shape, but I like him. <laughs> <laughs> Going fishing well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Andy Devlin from the Scottish Sun, Donald McLeod from everywhere in Glasgow. Donald Cameron McLeod. Oh, McLeod. Piss off you. Just get it right. You know, you've really annoyed me in this oh, podcast. Like Pingu without the stripes. Pingu without the stripes. Anything else before you before you go? Uh, fud. <laughs> Donald, thank you. No problem. Andy thank Devlin, you. thank you from the Scottish right. Sun. Grado, as thank always, you. thank Cheers. you. Should we move on to play Who Are Ya? Let's do it. Let's play Who Are Ya? I'm off here. Football Daft with Glasgow Private Hire. And our Who Are You guest today is only Jane Park. Good. M- <laughs> Hello, Jane. Hiya. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm very good. Are you a bit worried about this? I, I don't know. I'm quite nervous. Because Greg is going to come in here and he's going to smell you and touch you. You've just looked out the window and he's, he's got a blindfold on walking around the, the office. Oh, he is absolutely mental. As if he didn't look funny enough. <laughs> Have you ever met Grado before? Nah, I've not met him. But you know him from social media and I TV know. and all that kind of thing. I so you're a huge Hibs fan. You're also very big in social media. You're a millions winner. And you're also very popular with the tabloid newspapers. Aye. Do you think Grado will know you once he gets in here? 100%. You think he will? 100%. Do you think he'll guess who you are? 100%. So let's bring in a blindfolded Grado to see if he can guess who our mystery guest is today. So we're going to go and get him. So, Grado is now entering the studio. Um, be careful of the, the cameras, mate. Careful of the cameras. 
Right, so into the chair you go, my friend. The mystery guest is sat next to you on your right. Uh, Sit down on the seat, put the headphones right. on. Move it more to the left, more to the left. More. There ah. you go. You've just knocked yourself out with the microphone. Oh. <laughs> She's watching last week, man. Hello, Grado. All right. Um, so here we are with Who Are You? We have a mystery guest who's sat next to you. This mystery guest is, is very well known. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. You know this person. Right. And what you need to do, first of all, is determine what sex the mystery guest is by smelling the guest. Okay. So lean in right. to your left and have a smell. Fags. <laughs> <laughs> you smell cigarettes. I think it's a woman. It's a woman again, isn't it? You think it's a woman? I think it's a woman again, aye. I've got feel that. Is it a man or a woman? Th- it's a woman. It's definitely a woman. Take take the mystery guest hand. See, I'm fearing what well, I'm doing when it's a woman in case I get into bowling. <laughs> <laughs> take the mystery oh. guest hands. Oh, oh aye, nice, oh, nice, oh, nice oh, soft hands. Aye, nice soft mm-hmm. hands. So you There's s- a ring. Well, that's the right hand button. Mm-hmm. What, uh, so you're convinced it's a woman? Well, aye, because you, you don't get men's horns like that, do you? <laughs> Aye. So you're saying a woman? It's definitely a woman. Aye. How old do you think the woman is after uh, feeling the hands? Uh, it's not an old woman. <laughs> it's not an old woman. Uh, How old do you think the woman is? Uh, oh, I can I tell you? I don't want to. I don't Have want a guess. To, I don't know. 30. 30. You're going 30. with 30. Aye, aye. Close. Right. A wee bit lower. Right. The mystery woman what? is 23. 23? She's 23. <laughs> right? Right, she's 23 now. It's your, oh, now, my God. Now, what you need to do now, Grado, is ask our mystery guest some questions to see if you can guess who it is. And the mystery guest will now answer your question. So get yourself in front of the microphone and ask the mystery guest a question. See, I'm kind of buffing out now because I know who you know and I know a woman at 23. <laughs> well, I got, what am I going to ask her? Well, ask her whatever you want about football, teams that she supports, yeah. something like that. <laughs> hey, hold on, sorry, 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 sorry. Hey, uh, what team do you support? Hey, I support Hibs. Ah, oh, fucking really, <laughs> shoot! Fuck! You're going to embarrass me! You're in you! Have you ever won the lottery? <laughs> Just so happens I have. Who is it, Grado? Jane Park. Take your blindfold off. How are you doing? <laughs> I feel bad now for saying fags, sorry. Do you, do you smoke? Man. <laughs> I'm a front I knew that. As soon as I knew it was a woman. Grado, Jane Park, Jane Park, Grado. Now, I know that you two know each other quite well on social I'm media. I'm getting a beamer, I'm getting a beamer. And the reason that you're getting a beamer is why? Uh, because, oh, no, I don't want to talk about this, man. Grado, mm-hmm. I'll ask Jane and Jane will tell us. So what is it? She KB'd me on Instagram. She KB'd you on Instagram. She so, knocked me back. She, so, she, so Jane, do you want to tell Grado why you knocked him back on Instagram when he asked you out? No, like I never actually knocked him back. I just sort of said like I wasn't looking for anything. And I'm getting all that way. See that way when somebody's talking to you and you get that greedy face. Remember at school <laughs> when you like, noise up somebody for their trainers and all? And they would start all going that greedy face way. That's what I feel I've got. You know that way? I'm getting the quivering lip, not that way. You know what I mean? Do you get what I mean by that, aye? Aye. So Grado contacted you where? On Instagram. He contacted you on Instagram and, and what did he say to you, Jane? Um 
They said that um, <laughs> fans have been for ages. And <laughs> no, I never. <laughs> no, you did. No, I never. Did I say that? And he said that. Um, I he never asked, said that. He asked if I had any dogs and if we wanted, I wanted to take them to Orkney or something like <laughs> for an ice cream. I must have been mad about that. <laughs> <laughs> take the dog to Orkney for an ice cream. Are you serious, Jane? Cradle. No, I, I was that Thursday night. I remember I was, I was, out, I was out in Salkits and I remember texting her back and forth. And I know I go to see them all. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be a front it. I'm going to be a front it by a rope. <laughs> and I was a front the next morning I woke up. So let's let's just let's just recap. What was the excuse again? Why we don't know why I'm gonna date me because you want to keep the reality TV stuff like you didn't want to be seeing my boyfriend, is that what it was? No, I like, just said it? I wasn't looking for Is it because I'm chubby? <laughs> no, I no. Dude, no. No, I just, I just don't Wait, know why, why, why did you not like about me? It's because I'm a Rangers fan. Uh, probably, <laughs> uh, that was probably the main factor. Yeah. Nah, I'm kidding on. Um, no, no, hold on a minute. See, before we get to the real reason why you knocked back Grado, right, when he chatted you up on Instagram, also, he also sent you a video message, I understand. Mm-hmm. So he said I don't you, remember half this. Yeah, he, so he said to you in the video message, let's go to Orkney for an ice cream and we'll take the dog for a walk. Mm-hmm. That was his chat up line. Aye. Right, and you said no because you're not looking for a boyfriend at this moment, but now's your opportunity to give us the real reason why you, you're not back Grado, because he does like you, and I've known that Grado's liked you for a number of years. All right. Is, is that... It's not a number of years. Well, a wee while. All right, all right. wee while. He's, Six he's, months. He's been... <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, that Thursday night, uh, when you were trying to chat up Jane, didn't you work out? No. I mean, you're no drunk today, you're, you're, you're kind of more with it today. What would you like to say to Jane? Nothing, because I've got a bird now. <laughs> Fell in love with Maga, I told you this. Right, so Jane's out the so picture what? now. So this has changed for That's her bombed out. That's her bombed out. Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago, he mm. tried it on with you, Jane. Mm. Two weeks ago, Grado tried it on with you, and just like that, you're gone. I tell you, I That's fell in love with Maga. That's Avengers mentality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things come and go quickly, I see how it is. Uh, He's no. a nice lad, though. Do you, uh, like, do you like him? Ah, you remind me of James Corden. Oh, I'll take that. I get out all the time. I'll take James Corden. Jane, let's talk football. <laughs> you're a Hibs fan. Uh-huh. All your life. Mm-hmm. Love Hibs through and through. Mm-hmm. You know a lot of the players. Mm-hmm. Favourite Hibs player of all time? Um, there's obviously a few, and there's obviously good ones before in my time. Um, but for you, watching for me, Hibs... Like my, watching, um, uh, my favourite John McGinn. John McGinn, he's had a good week, hasn't he? Getting oh, promotion to the Premiership. I know, aye. Do you know, John, because you were obviously around at that time when John was playing at Hibs and you were hanging out with the players, you were going to the events and the dances and the Player of the Year awards and all that stuff. So you know the players quite well. Aye, like I've met John a few times. He's such a nice guy and um, really good football player. What do you think of Neil Lennon? Um, he's a good manager. I think he'd done a good job at Hibs, but um, there was obviously problems behind the scenes that we didn't know about and I think he probably left at the right time. But what do, you, what do you think of Lennon personally? Yeah, he's a bit of a fucking wank, to be honest. Fucking hell. Nah, I'm joking. I don't know what happened. What happened? I don't know what No, I've just had a running man before um, about the players, but I just think, like, there's just certain levels of professionalism that he didn't follow, and I said it to him on a night out, because I just didn't think he should have been in the same nightclub that I was in. Like, really? I really? That's fun. No, that's cool. I don't want to add that for the players in it, but there you get pissed up quite a lot. With football players, I seen you. I, I seen something. I was peeing myself. At, was it you and Gordon Soyles that were having a wee bit of back and forth? Who's that? Remember the the Kelly fan? Oh, that guy that uh, shouts about Rangers. Uh, I, 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 he's I, a fucking nut. <laughs> I actually had. I because I went back about the, the Kilmarnock players. I then, I had, then I had half the Kilmarnock team messaging me. Who's your tweets about? Who's your tweets about? <laughs> I was like, that's brilliant. You know, I was like, calm down. Like uh, I'm not going to chuck anyone. Dunkers, but I was just a bit Twitter banter. Uh, so uh, you, you've you've not backed Grado. 
How many footballers have you knocked back over the years? Oh, I don't know. I've not really counted, to be fair. But to be fair, footballers just want one thing. They just what do they want, Jane? <sighs> they just do they want, want a chat and an ice cream and a walk with just, a dog? No, I don't know. I think they just want um, to see to your score, goals. Aye, to score, to probably to see my days. I <laughs> probably a fair few of them I've seen my days. To be fair, like, but <laughs> um, much money you got left in the bank now. Why does everyone ask that? I'm not telling you. Much money you got in the bank? Uh, I can do. Well, no, probably not as much as you anyway. Oh, so I would have been paying for the date to add in. Yes, exactly. And I'd the ice cream. And the cheese. Yes, I'm. exactly. Oh. So what do you think your hips for next season then? Um, I think it's looking good. Obviously, if we can bring, obviously, if Scott Allen's back. Um, Rumours can... flying about Jason Cummins might be back. Oh, I thought I'd be sure he'd be back at Hibs. Well, he's in Edinburgh um, just now, isn't he? Uh, he's in Edinburgh. Uh, I'm not do you know, sure. Do you know, you know, you know Cum Dog, don't you? Aye, I know Jason. Oh, that smile. How, how well do you look at the smile on your face? How well do you know Cum Dog? Uh, quite well. Quite well. <laughs> <laughs> how well do you know him, Jane? No, I just, I just know him because he's for the same area. And that. Right, uh-huh. Jane, it's been an absolute pleasure having you in on the show. Did you enjoy that? Mm-hmm. Yeah? You're definitely not going out with him, though, are you? No, I'm a fuck. I'm going to get him. <laughs> Thank you, Jane. Thanks, Jane. Love you. Great Lo- contestant. <laughs> Love you, Jane. Thank you, Jane. It's Shun and Grado on the Football Daft Podcast. I know what we're going to be doing. Yes. We're planning to take the show out of the studio, out of this office, and go down to a German Donner Kebab restaurant and host a show there. So we can eat kebabs, we can drink some drink, we can also bring some fans with us and bring the guests. You can't beat that. And actually, that German Donner Kebab mob, uh, I was filming the voiceover for Test Drive a couple of weeks ago. Well, when you were doing the BBC? Aye, the BBC. So you're, you're on the BBC, mm-hmm. filming a show. Yep. I was doing the voiceover for it. Voiceover for Test narrating, Drive. And narrating, can I hang it in uh-huh. And this is, have you heard about the German Donner Kebab? Because the guy uh, was coming up for London. It's pretty popular down in London. We, we've, we've only recently just got that mm-hmm. German Donner Kebab place. He said, you need to try this kebab in there. Uh, Oh, Did you try it? I'm no joking. It was amazing. You know what I love? It was a party in my mouth. You were invited. <laughs> Football Daft podcast listeners were on invited and mag up that day. It was tremendous. What I loved about it was it was all compact. You know, it was like a, it was basically like a big fat sandwich. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was stuffed in like that. Uh-huh. It wasn't going over the gaff. It wasn't going in your head and all Was it sweating everywhere? No, no, no. It was just all like that big was it juicy? Juicy, tender. And what was its flavour like? Oh, a million, a bust of a million flavours all just coming out at once. Like was big, it like, was it like fireworks show? Was it like the best party you've ever had in your mouth? Aye, it was just, honestly. Was it, it Vegas in your mouth? Oh, it was Vegas, Hollywood, San Francisco, the boat mend a lot. <laughs> so you'd recommend it then? Oh, I, actually, and I'm not even joking, right? I feel like, gone there now. Right like, now, I'll for dinner? Do you fancy going down? I'll buy it. Are you off? I'm serious. Joy, go down. I have got my winnings for Fingway, so let's From do it. From William Hill. Aye, let's go. do it. So the plan is to take the show out of the studio. That would be great. To German yeah. Donner Kebab. We'll have some kebabs. Mm-hmm. We'll have a few drinks. We'll invite the fans down. People need to try these kebabs. They really need to try these because it's nothing like anything else. Because I would go, I was like, German Donner Kebab? I was like, is it no Turkish or Greek? <laughs> no, it's German. And they're doing it good. They're doing it well. They're nailing it. Better than the Turks. Better than the Turks. Better than better than than uh, anyone else. <laughs> They're the best. Okay. They're the king of the king of the GDK. Uh, we're going to go down there now and get mm-hmm. one. You're buying. Hundred percent. Good. 
And that's it for the Football Daft Podcast, episode two with Ewan and Grado. Good good show. Good show. Enjoy that. Oh, thoroughly enjoyed it, Ewan. We had the Rangers fans at Van Winkle. <laughs> we had Andy Devlin from the Sun. We had Donald McLeod, good pals with Neil Lennon, talking about the treble treble, and also Neil Lennon getting the job at Celtic Park. We then had the Who Are You guest. Well done, mate. Jane Park. Aye, Beamer there, but it was a good entertainment. Did I get you? I got me. I got me. Were you happy to see her? Uh, I wouldn't say happy, I was surprised and I was a bit fear and a bit mortified just because she knows you're back. Correct. A couple of weeks ago. Yes. Before you met the girlfriend you're with yes. now, right? So we need to make that clear that you weren't trying to get a hold of Jane Park when you were seeing this girl from Salt Coast. Right, right, who you met in Magaloo. <laughs> how's how's it progressed? It's good, aye. It's fantastic. Have you got to second base? What does that mean? Portland or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I only ask her for a little bit of that. No, it's done now. Right. It's done now. Um, oh, so, fuck. <laughs> great show today. Thank you to everyone who took part. Thank you so much for your support. Our thanks to Glasgow Private Hire for sponsoring the show. And next week on the podcast, we've got another Who Are You special guest that I think Grado will have no clue who it is. Right. I will give you a wee clue, though. They're a footballer. Right, okay. Right. You know footballers? Few of them. Few of them. And we've also got somebody you're going to love. Right. Right? You're who a Rangers it? man. Yep. Who is I'm it? bringing a Rangers legend oh, in the studio. Who is it? Gary Bowling? It's not Gary Bowling. Alec Cleland? No, Alec Andy Dibble? Andy Dibble? Seb Rosendow? No, Seb Rosendow. Mark Haley? Yes. <laughs> I can't wait. Mark Haley will be live in the studio with, for, uh, with us for the uh, episode three of the Football Daft Podcast with Ewan and Grado. Whatever you're doing for the rest of the week. Have a good one and thanks for your support. See ya. This is 4Network.